0: Our phone number is 888-663-6386. Thanks for holding on. Uh, Good morning. Who is this?
1: Hi, Pat. This is Hank from Atlantic City.
0: Atlantic City, New Jersey.
1: Whoa. You got that right. Yeah,
0: baby. How's it going up there? What's up?
1: Fine. I'm just updating you. I called you maybe about three months ago. Yeah. I was telling you I had uh, blood running from my elbows and my arms and the spots. Well, that all cleared up.
0: What did Listen you do? you guys. What did you do?
1: I took oranges. I took uh, <laughs> uh, uh, plenty of, uh, let's see, uh, uh, potatoes and tomatoes, just like you guys were talking about.
0: Oh, you called and when Adam was on, and that's what yes. he recommended. Cool.
1: Yes. And I'll tell you, he gave me good advice. I what I like to ask you, or Adam, mm-hmm. does he know anything about ozone machines? I'm thinking about buying one because a friend of mine told me if you use, you buy a lot of vegetables and fruit to put this ozone machine. It's supposed to kill all of germs, bacteria. What's what's Adam think about that? What do you
0: think about that? Using ozone to clean up vegeta vegetables.
2: Uh, It can work. Yeah, there's different ways you can wash your uh, vegetables in apple cider vinegar. Some people Uh wash it in bleach to make sure, but there are various ways. Anything that gives you an idea that when people use ozone, they have to be careful when they use it on their body. It can kill uh, bacteria, but it uh, also can kill your cells, but externally applied, it could work. I use uh, when I want to do that. I use apple cider vinegar. Just rub some of that on it, or I uh, uh, or it used to use a little bit of bleach. Yeah. A, a little bit of bleach, but then you rinse it so that you don't get the bleach. So much, so little is left. They do that in South America in countries where they can't get uh, sterile water, where they're in danger right. of getting cholera and all these other diseases. So. Yes. No. Maybe it's. Uh, it, it would work.
0: Hank, when when I had a, I had a food company many years ago, and we had a fresh salsa, that was just loaded with cilantro, loaded, uh-huh. and. Uh, this cilantro would go back and about go bad in about three or four or five days at the beginning. We couldn't figure out why, and somebody told us about this idea, of using. A tablespoon of Purex, right? Clorox, rather huh. Clorox, like Adam is uh-huh. saying, and I believe five gallons of water, and we would soak huh. the we would soak the cilantro in this tub for about ten minutes, and then we'd take it out and rinse them, and the salsa lasted about four or five days longer because we were getting all whatever, you know, microbes were on the cilantro, it wasn't he? It was amazing.
1: Great. Yeah, so um, th- that's
0: like, I don't know, you could you could then, uh, you know, whittle down right, that formula. Right. But if you use, if I believe it's correct, is it, Adam, it was a tablespoon of Clorox to five gallons of water is what we used. I think hmm. that's close. And you could, like I say, Hank, you could measure your sink and use equal amount of, you know, do the math. And do the Clorox, oh. and it was interesting. Oh, whoever told to us yeah. yeah, whoever told us about this said use Clorox because they use stainless steel containers to make this bleach, and it was a real clean, pure bleach. It's just the real deal. I mean it, to this day, Clorox is the best selling bleach like ever, and I guess it's uh-huh. because if you don't overuse it or drink it or <laughs> smell it, mm. it, it it'll work for stuff, you know.
1: Uh-huh. How about one and more be question? Careful.
0: Uh, oh, go, go ahead, Adam. Uh, uh,
2: There's a warning. When you buy Clorox, make sure it's pure Clorox. A lot of manufacturers add other chemicals right. to it now that could be harmful. Right. Pure Clorox, oh. yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I will do that. Listen, can I ask you about pearl? Did you ever hear pearl beets?
0: Um, what kind of beets?
1: It's called pearl. P-R-I-L-L.
0: Pearl beets?
1: Y- yes. Beads. Oh, B-E-A-D. beads. oh, beads.
0: Oh, beads. Yeah. Prill beads. Yeah. Kind of yeah. familiar. What are they supposed to do?
1: Uh, according to my another friend of mine mentioned to me, he says you should buy the pearl beads and put it in water, and then let it sit for in a gallon of water and let it sit for overnight, and then drain three quarters of it, and then add fresh water, and you'll get magnesium and other. Uh, purified water. So I'm um, just wondering if the you ever hear
2: that Adam Pr- prill beads. Well, magnesium is so easy to get. I don't need to get it from oh. any place. Now, how how do you not get magnesium? But you eat at McDonald's every day, the new McDonald's, and you eat junk food and you eat refined food. But if you eat oh. whole food, if you have eighty percent of your diet in the whole food and maybe a chip occasionally, something like that, or ketchup, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're not going to, you can't avoid magnesium because contrary to what people say, they say you must supplement because it's not in the food. Well, the truth is it's not in the soil. But if the food was missing it, it would look bad. You would never eat it. If you buy Rodale's encyclopedias of foods, They show what a deficiency looks like in every food in the world. The farmer pays the price. His soil can't grow the second crops. But when you're in the grocery store, any vegetable that looks good is good, unless it's a plasticized GMO product, Hmm. and it's best to make sure you buy organic. But if the vegetable looks good, you're getting magnesium, copper, whatever you're getting, it's all in there. So we use filtered water. And then we distill it, and we enliven the, dis- the distilled water by making our coffee with it, making our soup with it, diluting our juice with it, and other ways. Making sauce with it, I add a little to my sauces. Sometimes I take a seed, grind it up, add a little ketchup. I don't recommend people do that. I'm a ketchup holic, <laughs> tomato holic. I love anything tomato, and uh, and then I add a little olive oil. And I mix it up, but I put a little water in to hydrate it. And so we use distilled water. Never drink it plain. Always use it in coffee or juice or soup or broth or whatever.
0: Something. yeah.
1: Can I ask another question?
2: Sure,
0: Hank. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: Okay. right. Now this is what I heard about the Pearl Beach. They dug that going down a, a half a mile from the ground. They dug it up. It's supposed to have been by the NASA scientists. And they Dug it up, and here they filled up Lake Mead with it. They purified Lake Mead, and they said you could be able to see the fish now swimming around. And also, when the astronauts, they can't take too much water up into space, so they used to use krill beads in their when they recycle their water from uh, uh-huh. when they urinate. You know, they recycle because of that weight. So they use krill beads. Now, that's another thing I've heard. Now, I don't know how true that is.
0: Well, so. if NASA says it, I would be <laughs> careful to believe anything that they say, but that's yes, just me.
1: Yes.
0: But so we don't, but you know, Adam is saying that if you just eat good whole food, that you're going to get plenty of magnesium. But I suspect, uh-huh. Hank, I don't know much about. Um,
1: oh, okay.
2: You know, you can purify water. They, remember the old T.J. Clark? They sold it as Body Toddy and a lot of names, but it comes out of that mine. And I did this experiment. They said, take some of these minerals, of any other kind of minerals, and put it in water, and the water stays foggy. But if you put T.J. Clark in it, just, what was it, a half a teaspoon? You'll see all the minerals go to the bottom, all the junk in it, basically. And then you get the pure water. So I'm sure there's different ways to do this and to get water, but we used distilled water from the beginning anyway, so don't need that. However, okay. in California now, they're recycling not just gray water, not just tap water. They're re- going to recycle and starting to do it, sewer water. Yeah. <laughs> and that includes uh, the radioactive stuff from hospitals and everything else. It, and they don't have the adequate filters, even though they claim they do. So that gets kind of nutty. So methods like you're talking about, they need to be inventive and, and figure out how to use these Uh Uh, Mostly we're immune to that kind of things anyway If a person has a problem with anything They have an immunity problem Candida is, is just doing its thing for instance You can feed it sugar And if you don't feed it It starts to eat human flesh But why does a person have candida in the first place? Immunity They have an immunity issue Immunity The old term, philosophical term Was divinity That's what immunity is if you're immune, you're immune to fire and water and everything. Everything. Ultimately, if you take it to the outer limits. Mm-hmm. But a good start is to be allergic to I mean to be immune to all the diseases of the world. You start simply and then you work into cancer and heart disease and things 5G, like
0: 5G, whatever, chemtrails. Oh,
1: very good. 5G, very all. good. Yeah. Okay, brother. Well, thank you. Good
0: job, Hank. Thank you.
1: You you too, buddy. Mama. Take care.
2: I forgot to say, I used to go down to Atlantic City all the time because uh, my grandparents lived in West Creek right out of there. And this was Atlantic City before Donald Trump and before gambling and before all of that. Mm. It was just a boardwalk. They had a diving horse where a person was on a horse off the diving board, went into it. And a motorcyclist that went around (laughs) uh, upside down in a little cage and things like that. And wonderful beaches. And jellyfish. Jellyfish.
0: Oh,
2: jellyfish. And mosquitoes. Lots of mosquitoes. The New Jersey mosquitoes are so big, they have landing here.
0: I was talking to a dear friend of mine. I've known him for 50 years, and we were just reminiscing, just laughing about the good old days, right? I worked with him at KSLQ Radio in St. Louis in 1975, I think. And I had the biggest crush ever on a girl named Rose. And we went to the, the movies and saw Jaws. And, <laughs> and I never, and I will always remember, I had no idea what this movie was about. I didn't know it was about a shark. I didn't know anything. I didn't care because I was going with Rose and what did I care? You know, I, I would have gone to, you know, anywhere with there, right? So we went, and the reason I'm bringing it up is how powerful, to this day, I don't think I could ever, I ever go into the ocean without a thought of a shark coming through my state of consciousness and I go into that state of consciousness for a moment. I mean I'm not scared. You know, isn't that crazy? But what what something that powerful of an image and the music could do and that, that was 40 years ago.
2: Ah, it still affects me too when I go it? to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Always get a little nervous wow. and start to hear that playing in my head.
0: What a brilliant movie! I mean, he just Spielberg. Was. Boy, he just really. I mean, he got you. He got you so much into that emotion of this possibly thing attacking. I'll always remember. It was one of the
2: masterpieces of, of, uh, of all time. Of movies, yeah.
0: yeah, of all time, yeah. boy. And was this some stupid make-believe
2: shark that they
0: built at Universal Studios, right? <laughs>
2: There is actually a video about how it misfunctioned so many times that at the end of the movie, Spielberg had a nervous breakdown.
0: Is that right? I didn't know that he
2: was there with uh, I forget which one of the actors he was with that. That, that was in a hotel room while he was just freaking out and <laughs> he was calming him down and everything. Yeah, he uh, he uh, the crew was so mad at him they they was talk about throwing him overboard. <laughs>
0: And, and oh, the shark it, it kept malfunctioning.
2: It we making that movie for him.
0: Where, where did they do that? Have you, do you know? Where, where did they do that? Was it off of California? I
2: think it was Hawaii, but I'm not oh. really positive. It seems to me that it didn't work out where they were doing it first, so they went someplace else. They might have. They, it could be any place. Yeah. It's been a while since I saw that documentary. Yeah.
0: Great, great movie. Uh, our friend Carol, who lives in the country, God love her, mm-hmm. We've known Carol forever, you and and I have both. She said, she says, I I had the same toe problem. Last year I discovered my hip on the alternative side was frozen up. Hmm. I got a deep massage vibrator unit and held it on my buttocks while I laid on my back. Yes, it's awkward. So she's, okay, she's working on, and I discovered a lot of pain back there as I worked out the hip pain by holding the unit in various places, I found the toe problem ceased. So, do you understand what she's doing here?
2: Uh, I've known Carol since 1976, yeah. somewhere back there. Yeah. She's a very capable uh, body worker and things, and she knows reflexology. She studied with Adano, uh, did a lot of things, the same things. We have common backgrounds. And these reflexes are all over our body, where mm-hmm. you can uh, work one point and affect the other dramatically from head to toe in fact a lot you ever see the pictures religious pictures where people have little horns up here yes sir that's actually a reflex we have a horseshoe on the top of our head that the brain is at this reflex and the butt's at the bottom of the horseshoe (laughs) so we have reflexes all over our body that overlap one another Hmm. micro uh, systems uh, that reflex right down to the single cell You can reflex a single cell, as Barbara Brown did at uh, at, uh, Sepulveda, at the Veterans Hospital there in Sepulveda, California. Uh, Reflexology is so undervalued, medical doctors diss it, and yet they use what they call medical uh, reflexes. The, uh, uh, what do they call them, the uh, microsomes uh, and uh, different systems. They have their own systems that they use osteopaths are even more progressive using all kinds of systems uh to uh to analyze things chapman reflexes neurolymphatic reflexes and neurovascular reflexes the body is full of reflexes in the same way that birds synchronized have a communication between each other disease is when they start to lose the communication when yeah. they don't communicate they they, they're not talking to each other. And then you get each one trying to set up its own little little uh, organization separate from the others. And basically, disease in the human body is civil war. Civil,
0: yeah. It, it's it's self-fighting with self, right? It's yep. soul fighting. You know, soul they, soul they, they is fight. having a kind of a, not a very nice conversation with itself. It does, right? It's not trusting that it is a spiritual being and just... Focus on, it's kind of, yeah. That's what I found when I first started doing the the stretching, which has been a year now. Wow, remember the deep stretching. Still doing it, not as much as I was, but I really saw Adam Bergstrom where, and ladies and gentlemen, of the jury, where everything going on in my body that I was stretching out and stretching and doing this was simply a spiritual issue. Not an issue, I don't even like the word. It was just Patrick having a little thing with Patrick. That's what it was. That's what the thing in my calf or my hip was, right? Interesting.
2: Yeah. It works. Another clue to what reflexes need working, start massaging various parts. The part that makes you yawn means that you had something there and it will relax you automatically I would find that certain points in my body would make me yawn more than others. Other ones, I could rub it, nothing happens. Other ones, it's like pushing a button and my mouth opens and yawns. So that's a good way. That's a good sign. What makes you yawn? What makes you yawn? You're releasing it at that time.
0: So this idea that yawning is when you're bored, that's just total fake news.
2: Right. <laughs> Even i talked to Ray Pete about that, uh, and he believes that the yawn is not therapeutic. But there have been cases of during a yawn, a paralyzed person can move a limb. <laughs> How do you explain that kind of things? And also, uh, to be fair, when I wrote him that email about yawning, I didn't explain it thoroughly mm-hmm. A yawn, which is average of seven seconds, is a zero sum game. You don't gain anything. But if you do a slow yawn, uh, which is yawning with a Ph.D., Kriya Yoga, they call it. If you slow that down to eight, nine, ten seconds and release it, now you're doing breath holding or buteco type of breathing. And that is beneficial for you. Uh, ideally, according to Yogananda and others, when you can, when your yawn takes an entire minute then you're getting toward a state of alignment. I mean, enlightenment, which is a type of synchrony, like the fireflies all synchronizing together.
0: And then you've you've taught us that this idea of pandiculation, like cats do, where we're stretching and yawning, that leverages up the experience.
2: Definitely. And when you slow down, also, when shock is in the body, it has to go someplace. Hmm. Well, there's only two orifices. It's called the fart. (laughs) <laughs> or it's called the yawn. And uh, whether you call it a passing gas or whatever you call it, it's like if you have a can, remember the old cans? You punch the hole one side and it sure. wouldn't pour correctly. Right. You punch the other side, it all comes out. Same reason your plumber, when he comes to the house, a good plumber will go right to the roof and adjust the vent so you can flush your toilet properly. Same way. When we pass gas through both ends, we clear it. Otherwise, we tend to stuff the trauma and stuff the gas. Most weight gain is actually stuffed gas that is eight times more soluble into fat. And how does a fat cell expand 1,000 times? Some of the fattest people in the world over 1,000 pounds didn't have a single other fat cell. They just expanded it. A fat cell looks kind of like an amoeba mm-hmm. or a star. And as it expands, it gets round like a balloon 1,000 times. That's the secret of central obesity and overweight. It's simply gas pressure.
0: Wow, mostly pressure. If Folks only knew, right?
2: I had a lady come to me one time, and uh, she brought her chiropractor. And I held up her leg and put my finger under her leg, and it was like a two-by-four. And she had very, very thick legs. And I said, now, how come your client here and friend, She go, she's not exercising, but how come it's so hard? She said, I wondered about that. I'm going to get her to yawn for about 20 minutes and perhaps pass some gas, and we'll see what happens. After 20 minutes, I could sink my finger one inch into her flesh. It was all soft.
0: Whoa.
2: And I said, that's how heart attacks happen the gas in your body expands and here's the heart squeeze squeeze it right together well most heart attacks are not caused by a blockage a physical blockage they're caused by a squeezing there's just so much real estate inside your rib cage and if one organ swells up then you've got trouble in river city
0: you got trouble in river city and it rhymes with t and it stands for p and it stands for pool what what was that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we got trouble right here in River City. It rhymes with T. Starts with P, and its name is Pool. Something, something. Like that. <laughs> yes. Hey guys, uh, the optician told me this is Paul. He's in the UK. Say hi to the Queen Mum, who's 112, and she's working on 130. The optician told me I have a cataract starting on my left eye and things are getting a bit blurry, furry, what do you does Adam think? Left eye would be the male side, right?
2: Uh, yep. So that would be part of it. Now, on a, on a physical basis, uh, what a cataract is, people forget. That's like flesh. It's yes. actually caused by the very things that cause yellow fat disease cause cataract. And Ray Pete goes into this in detail. You might ask him in your next show. He said, people think that lens is inorganic, like it can't grow or clear, but it's flesh. If you eat the right foods and do the right therapies and maybe take some progesterone or something, you can actually clear the cataract. Even the Bates method used to have methods of clearing it using simple exercises. Those are available on the internet if you look hard enough. It's been a while since I accessed his material. But basically, if you, cataracts are a type of yellow fat disease, same thing that causes uh, muscular dystrophy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. So if you clean up your diet, you can also clear up your cataracts without having to go and do the operation and get a synthetic uh, lens put in. Yeah. But doctors trick you that way and uh, Ray Pete particularly, that seems to be a speciality of him. He's talked about it in detail.
0: So I'm going to save this from Paul, put it in a Ray Pete's file, and I'll do it right here with my little mouse. Boom. And we'll ask him next time he's on. Um, how are you sure you won't reincarnate here? Okay, we'll both take a shot at this. He says, how are you sure you won't reincarnate here again? Personally, I've never said I'm sure, but I have some ideas. Adam, you?
2: Uh, I don't even have an opinion on this. You don't even have an opinion, yeah? I'm just, okay. I, I wasn't born with an owner's manual, so I'm trying to figure <laughs> this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> you know i can tell you what some people say they say it has a lot to do with what you do but some other people say it doesn't matter what you do it's kind of the luck of the draw the idea of it being school is theosophy it's a british idea it's not an indian idea so maybe the british are smarter than the indians on that on that uh state mm-hmm. theosophy has nothing to do with yoga what we call yoga in this country is a vanderbilt and roosevelt creation they didn't do hatha yoga back in india no. it was invented by the british and promoted uh, a lot of people don't they don't know that old man rockefeller is the one that spread yoga and also holistic health in this country he supported kellogg and his clinics sent presidents there and he also wrote the introduction to Fletcherism you remember Fletcher, chew your food yeah, 52 yeah, times yeah, and all that. Yeah. yeah. Now, he promoted Rockefeller in medicine, the nightmare we're stuck with, but he didn't do that. He used homeopathy. He used natural foods. He used colonics. He used all of that. Vanderbilt, same thing. They found the Great Oom was his name. They supported him in Manhattan, started a whole new type of yoga, and that yoga spread to upstate New York, where the Great Oom had a zoo. He had Regular uh, healing classes, yoga classes, hip- hypnosis classes, and everything, and made what we call yoga. It has very little to do with the yoga today. The other person who spread it is Yogananda's youngest brother, who was a strong man. He was so strong, you know, a steamroller? Hmm. They rolled a the steamroller over him back and forth. <laughs> Didn't crush him. He was so strong. Talk about strength. He could stop a train from going. The trick is the unmovable object can be stopped by the unstoppable object can be stopped by the immovable object. What happens when they meet? Well, before you started the, the train, if you formed a wedge at the level, uh, an entire train could not start. And Yogananda's youngest brother did these kind of stunts and amazed people. He also was a daredevil motorcyclist who did things that should have killed him. So he had some kind of a consciousness that started the Hollywood yoga. It even started Bikram yoga. That was that was coming from Yogananda's brother. And, of course, there's a lot of controversy over Bikram yoga because uh, the founder of it seems to have been uh, quite a character. A rascal. Now, Let's just call him a
0: rascal. That. He was a bit, he, a, rascal. Yeah. He,
2: a bit of a rascal. A bit of a rascal,
0: Okay. Um, since you asked KMF I'll just give my little two cents on the reincarnation my understanding my experience thus it is my belief that um, I work with a spiritual master in the on the inner planes that uh, I work with them it's really in it it's a state of consciousness 24-7 and I actually see this teacher in my in the dream state in a body, um, in a body of a man, and talk to him, and uh, he doesn't ever tell me what to do, but guides me. And my understanding is that we can, I can, I can say, just speak for me, go through my life now doing everything in the name of God and for the good of all, doing what I've agreed to do and do not encroach on other persons, and I will not create more karma and thus if you wrap things up here and you just become a co-worker with God helping all that want help what you do and you can do that through whatever you like to do whether it be paint or talk or write or do what Adam does or whatever you do and then you get to a point where when you leave here you can have a choice whether or not you come back or not and you can graduate to other realities where it's not so difficult, and so that's my understanding. So I think it's a choice, and I think we can earn our way, and um, that's my experience and belief. So sure, I don't. I would not like to use the term "sure." I'd get a little cocky, you know. I don't think you ever want to say, "I ain't never coming back here," because pretty soon you do that, and spirit will say, "You think? Okay, check it out." You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Adam? I, I'm not sure I want to say sure. Um,
2: saying sure is probably a good way to come back. <laughs> I, probably,
0: that's what I'm saying. Probably the yeah. surest way to come back is to make sure that you're, you're really egotistical enough to know that you're sure about this kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> well well said. Here's an email from Grace from Wisconsin. Has Adam heard of, whoop, I'm going to say this, Katsu, English name... English means added pressure, anti-aging blood flow restriction, training from Japan. If he has what is his opinion of its efficacy, always find interviews so interesting and useful to both of you for your time and your energy. From Grace in Wisconsin. Okay, do you know something of katsu? You means uh, you you actually restrict blood flow? I kind of know something about that, but nothing.
2: Well, you know, we can we can do that ourselves by controlling blood flow with our own mind to mm-hmm. slow it down and speed it up. It's been done, again, at the same uh, Sepulveda Veterans uh, Hospital in uh, the Los Angeles area, San Fernando Valley. Barbara Brown showed that your mind could control a single cell and that she could train someone to do it within an hour. But she asked, how how do you do it they didn't know how they do it but they could go to a single cell with their visualization so our mind is powerful to do all of that with blood flow uh another thing you can uh, by migraines if you concentrate on your hands and just feel your hands the migraine goes away (laughs) so these techniques have been done i've I've done them and uh, you can do get rid of the migraine by putting your hands in cold water but you can visualize it too the mind will even do it more efficiently. Now, Elmer Green, I believe, he would train people to control their brain waves. And he had the most success with children. And he could train a child to control their brain waves in a day or two or three. A medical doctor, he was working with, he couldn't control his brain waves for 10 months. And the doctor asked him, why can't I control my brain waves? And Elmer Green said, "Because you're a doctor." <laughs> That's
0: right.
2: In other words, as adult, <laughs> adulterated human beings, we're told over and over, "You can't do that. You can't control your brain." Well, it's too
0: difficult, and kid it's too isn't complicated. Yeah, yet.
2: Yeah, yeah, They can't.
0: Yeah, uh, unless you become yeah.
2: up until the age of six, we have something called eidetic memory. Uh, I can, you can hold a painting up with fifty elements, and a child will look at that. And all he has to do is ask, if you want to identify what was in that painting, close your eyes, and he'll see it. Adults lose that ability with language. Hmm. They have to kind of use memory function to get it back. But um, until the age of six, all children have eidetic memory. You show them a photograph, they just close their eyes and say, yeah, there's a jug, there's a flower pot, the window on this side, there's a paint window there, a colored window here, blah, blah, blah. But... Become an adult. You're adulterer. Be, uh, even in the Bible, be as a little child. Unless you become like children, right? Yeah. There's wisdom there.
0: Yeah. Unless you become like children. What did Jesus say? Something like, you not enter the kingdom or whatever the line is. That's
2: it. You shall not see the kingdom of God. Yeah. And And children
0: are open and curious and flexible and, well, how did that work, Dad? You know, and, you just tell them and they say, Oh, I get it. Okay. I mean, have you ever seen some of these kids? I've got some nieces and nephews. Last time I saw them, I mean, they, they know how to do these phones and computers and iPhones and stuff. They're like, You know, I'm, I'm lucky I can not call somebody and not hurt myself. You know, I don't use my cell phone. <laughs> know. You know, it's like, Are you the same way? I mean,
2: yeah. Same way, we, we would go, I visited a friend of mine named Dawn Sampson uh, just north of here in Lombo, and we would go over occasionally and babysit her grandchildren. Well, we couldn't use the, uh, couldn't figure out how to tune in uh, HBO or whatever we, uh, Netflix, whatever we were watching. And the, the little kid, I think three, four years old, would climb up because <laughs> they had to climb up on the sofa. They could press the buttons to hook up our na- Netflix or whatever we wanted.
0: Yeah, it's it's just so like, yeah. The
2: child mind is repressed. The, the teachers say what you cannot do instead of what you can do. And so we're all basically emotional cripples or cognitive cripples because of what the school education teaches us. If we were taught that you have these powers, we would have them. But most people are in a trance state where they've been mesmerized Oh, you cannot do this. You cannot make money. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. And watch how many people duplicate what their parents did. They can't get free of the very karma of a family. Like alcohol. Yeah, alcohol or whatever. Yeah. They can't think outside of that particular mind block or outside of the box, is what they call it.
0: I know for me, when I come back in my body, uh, uh, and, a, and really having a nice dream experience and at the moment it's just not there what it is and I want to really relive it and think about it maybe write it down all I do is is just relax and go hmm, what was that? No. just relax like a kid would do you know without trying to get grab it and it comes in you know and then oh yeah and then you can relive the whole thing and write it down and learn from it but uh, it's this idea that I guess as adults we think we got to grab something or it's hard or I don't know what it is, right, Adam? It's just hard, it's difficult, I can't do it, I can't remember. How often do people say, I can't remember? Well, there's no way you're going to remember if you say that.
2: <laughs> yeah, the words are very powerful. Very I just powerful. wrote a blog on one regular network about a friend of mine that came to me with a son who had brain cancer. Hmm. They opened up his... Uh, his head like a, one of those hardtop convertibles wow. to get at the brain. And the doctors had told me, told them they're going to irradiate his brain with radiation to, to block the seeds of the cancer. Well, when I talked to him, uh, we were at a convention when I met him. And he said, look, my mother tells me one thing. The doctors tell me another thing. My wife tells me something else. And everyone in a stall in this convention has a different deal. I have the seeds of doubt in my mind. And I said, whoa, how long have you been saying that? You know, seeds of doubt in your mind. It's not a good idea. I saw him again uh, two days later, did a session on him. And at the end, his mother said, you have got to convince your wife not to do the medical treatment and do it naturally. He said, oh, don't worry, mom. I'll just plant a seed in her mind. I said, "Whoa,
0: whoa, be
2: careful that you don't grow a seed into a full-blown tumor (laughs) so we have to really be careful the mouth is extremely powerful uh donald lay called it the big fat mouth it can give us the glories of the universe or if we use it the wrong way i can't do this i can't do that then we're in trouble even i don't say uh i don't know anymore i say i choose to know exactly that's a lot more positive than i don't know
0: and I think so. When we're in a state of consciousness that is, 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 is not whatever serving us, um, it's, it's, in my experience, Adam, it's in the body at that moment. And it's in there, and the longer we stay there, you know, the longer it's in there, and when we leave it, and it's not in there, but it's um, very powerful, this whole mind, soul, body, body thing. Uh, we, have, uh, we have some more time. If you'd like to uh, hang out with us, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. over live here February 7, 2022 with the lovely and talented Adam Birkstrom. Adam, tell folks about your two websites and what do you offer there. Give yourself a little plug a
2: This is where our books are available at Solartimey.com. And uh, I've got about 40 books up there. The Butterflies book is one of them, Yellow Fat Disease. And Mind Hacking for the Millions is how you can find the traumas yourself by analyzing them. Then Sun Sync Nutrition, you pay $99 and you have access to all of my blogs up there. A video that takes you through color recycling, a list of the foods and times, a way to plot your uh, exact longitude so you know where the sun is going to be overhead uh, exactly because the time that we're given with bankers time and their clock is not necessarily sundial time so anyway that's that's the two sites and uh, books are available right here at solar Diamond. we appreciate you buying our books a lot of people have been doing it lately oh, and great. thank you we can actually make the rent now
0: <laughs> boy it's always a good thing uh I got in late, but you might have been discussed. Would you please ask Adam if this day has a particular significance to him? I don't know.
2: If yeah, the, I missed that. It's what significance?
0: If this day has a particular significance to you? This day? February
2: 7th? Hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> I get it. Did you hear the phone ringing in the background? I uh, know. Yeah, Yow had to take it off the hook. That's people wishing me happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. It's my 81st day. Oh,
0: your 81st year. anniversary thing of when you came out of the Woombi.
2: I was born in one time today.
0: Well, happy whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Somebody knew that, and they asked. See, they know.
2: I guess so. Thank you. Thank you, whoever that was. <laughs> thank you very much.
0: We are live here. If you care to join us, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. So, so this is really curious. I've been one hundred and twenty five pounds soaking wet, Adam. Probably the last thirty years, forty maybe. And in the last month, I am now one twenty eight. Whoa, one twenty eight. Yeah. The only thing I've done differently is hanging, right? really hanging a lot, three or four minutes every day. And also this microbe, um, L. Rotari, you heard us talking about this microbe making yogurt with it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering maybe both of those together is why I'm gaining some muscle. I, I, and plus, now get this, Adam, I am eating less food than I've eaten my entire life. Less, because I've been really thinking about Londo and you and others have said that we get most of our nutrition from God, right, like a lot, right, just, and I think about it now, where I haven't thought about it, but I think about it, I'll just walk and I'll think about it while I'm walking or medit- contemplate, and I think the more I think about it, the more I get that we get the juice from God, so isn't that cool, 128, I'm like, getting muscles and eating less food.
2: It happens. Uh, It's amazing that uh, when I tried eating, what, seven sandwiches for lunch, (laughs) I didn't gain any any muscle mass. Seven sandwiches. A gym works for me and drinking cold water just before the exercise and after. That works. One of the things I use to actually get some muscle mass because we're gas. It's like a redwood tree. Does it eat the ground? It'll dig a hole in the ground. The whole forest will be in a hole if it ate the solid. It's completely made out of carbon dioxide and oxygen, hmm. yet it's so hard. So people will say, look at this fat, it's so hard. Yeah, but it's made out of, if you put it in an incinerator, one of the ones that they do corpses in, uh, you would uh, you would have nothing but gas. It would be nothing but hydrogen gas, oxygen gas, and carbon dioxide gas. That was all of it. Where does your fat go when you lose it? 84% is carbon dioxide, it goes away as gas. You breathe your fat out. Wow. And 16% is water. Some of it you breathe out, some of it you pee out. <laughs> so that's all the fat is. It's totally not, uh, not solid. So <laughs> when a fat cell expands, it's gaseous pressure. Now, this is really hard for physiologists to get their head around. And yet, the name bariatric and bariatrics for, uh, for weight uh, loss and gain, when you think about it, bariatrics is supposed to the barometer, because you're actually dealing with the barometer pressure of 14.7 pounds per square inch on the outside, and you should ideally be 14.6 pounds inside. That's why... If you try to hold your breath, except for a yogi, your breath—God breathed into man; didn't breathe out. Yes. Your job is to breathe. Our job is to breathe out. Breathe out. The environment pressurizes us inward. Otherwise, we could uh, die by holding our breath.
0: Yeah. But
2: You ever see a little kid? I've seen a little kid turn blue and then pass out, and then he's breathing. Yeah. You know, he couldn't. He couldn't. You can't kill yourself unless you're a yogi. Certain yogis have demonstrated that they could uh, lose their life but come back again after uh, a, a matter of minutes.
0: And, Adam, for me, when, when you talk about the fat and the uh, not solid, I get it. And I've, I've been so blessed to see it on the inner planes that, that this thing called a body were just a hologram. And it also feeds back to uh, Carol and this idea of the reflexology. There's no, there's just no way that one part of this body is not connected to another part. I mean, it just is. The whole thing is connected, right? And as you know, you work, you can find different areas and get good at it, but it's all connected. And this body is not solid. There's just no way it's solid, man. I mean, I've seen it. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's just peace loving hippie beads and we think it's solid, but it ain't solid. You know, it's just it's
2: just mostly not. empty space
0: empty space yeah,
2: wow. and by the way you can do what's called sounding or technique you can work on a person's el- on your elbow and work on that other person over the phone <laughs> but you have to be very careful hmm. you share karma then you I yeah you, be careful you with don't that you have to know how to break the circuit if you don't i would advise you not to do it i've experimented with it it definitely works I've worked on people on reflex treatments over the telephone before. But uh, I'm very careful when I do that. And uh, really, you have more of a sense of intimacy when you work on a person privately, you know, sure. in person, than that kind of thing.
0: Where because they are they are really um, open and they, they you say, um, I want you to, and you're doing it for the good of all and not because Adam is some ego thing. I mean, it's, there's a big difference. Big difference.
2: It is. In fact, when when I've told you this story before, but I'll give you the short version. Okay. When Adonis first told me about sounding board technique, I went and a friend of mine was 2000 miles away from Houston to San Fernando Valley. So I without him knowing what I was doing, I would go up his circulation mm-hmm. and strengthen him and weaken him by going down it using a technique called biovis and everything. And the person muscle tested him was what's happening here. Like he was, he was surprised when I told Adano about it. He said, you know, I could work in the circus and do this kind of thing. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but it, uh, you know, it's more personal like that. And it's not a good thing to go show off like that. That's right. A lot of people don't realize football teams hire people to do kinesis out in the audience where they go up or down the enemy team. I knew it. Is I knew that guy right? From really? Florida, that wow. He was trained by the Dallas Cowboys. Unfortunately, someone on the other team did better than the Dallas Cowboys at the time. But they trained these people and, and they, they know that the energy works. The police department, the military, are know that this will energize a person and this will weaken them. Hmm. So when a, a policeman will come up to a person and say, let me see your driver's license. All it takes is one squish they're as much as five times as weak as they would be before you do that. These things are... They know that. I feel up. They know that. I feel down. I feel up. That's based on very simple body language. Projection.
0: You know, the breathing thing for me is like so fascinating because whenever I'm blessed enough to be conscious in the dream state, which I call soul travel, right? I'm conscious that I'm there. I know that my body is back there and this is okay. And what I find myself doing, Adam, is just not breathing, right? And the more I not breathe, the brighter the experience becomes, right? More color, the clearer the experience becomes and the happier I am. And I'm not, it feels like I'm not breathing. And if I take a deep breath, it goes the other way. The colors diminish Right? And I feel more body like rather than more soul like. Whoa. So I wonder if soul breathes, breathes. Just do you think? I don't know.
2: Uh, it's called the breathless state, not the breath free state, but the breathless, breathless.
0: state. Breathless.
2: Breathless. Uh, according to Donald Lay, uh, it would take one atom of oxygen to keep you alive if you knew how to do it for a number of years. I have no idea how to do that. But I've told you about the proof was that Yogi, who was buried for 40 days, sure. yeah, he, obviously he didn't have much oxygen in the body. Many people in a in a car trunk, this guy's in a coffin and buried underground six feet, dirt put over him, locked in a shed, garbs 24 hours a day so no, no shenanigans could go on, and yet he was alive. And it was common news, and the, the British military was so fascinated by it. They started to investigate it and found it was carbon dioxide that was being utilized. And carbon dioxide is supposed to stop our breath. Well, in the delta state, you're in carbon dioxide. Now, you have a pulse rate of 60. Oh. I disagree with Pete about that. You are in the delta state. But did your 60 beats create? No, your mind created the 60 beats. Right, no, exactly. So what you're doing in your spiritual <laughs> yeah. life that does it, not the other way around. They always want to put the horse uh, in back of the car.
0: Yeah. You know, and I played with it. And I, you know, as much as I respect Dr. Pete, I think he's one of, you know, you two are one of my two, my heroes and Dr. Cowan, my three heroes in life about stuff. But, um, but finally, you know, I, I spoke with him off the air one time and I think I told him about the pulse rate. And he goes, well, yeah, you're, you're, your heart is just strong and you, you know, you're fine. Just don't worry about the <laughs> sick. Because I was, you know, I kept thinking. You know, I, I, I went along with his idea that you needed to have a higher pulse rate to have the thyroid happy. But for me, it's just not true. Uh, it, it's just not true. You know,
2: you know, to begin to get your muscles on, it's true. Maybe it's true because, Pete? If you question them further, then as you develop your heart. You can go to 60 or even lower. 50, yeah. So I think the record for heartbeat in a professional athlete is 23. Whoa. Now, that's probably extreme. But 60 uh, 60 is designed for 60 minutes. Where did 60 seconds, 60 minutes, all that come from? Your heartbeat is a clock. You can tell the time by it. Most people, you can't do that. They deviate from side to side. And according to Donald Lay, if you have a choice between too fast and too slow, take too slow, you'll live longer. <laughs> I would think. Even I, if it is adrenaline. Didn't they
0: um didn't I read somewhere where uh, what's his face who did the the bicycle guy in Austin, um Lance Armstrong? This was like forty two or something like that. So that's
2: Yeah, it's common for athletes uh, that do that are common. And obviously, The heart is not a pump because one of the champion runners of all time, I forget what country he was from, had a mini heart. He had a mini heart. Really? When a heart expands and gets large, it's a diseased heart. In the same way that where do you get the highest protein food? From a little tomato or a big tomato? From the little tomato. Mm -hmm. The smaller and younger the food is, the more nutritious it is. But when you, you ever eat a papaya that's that big, They taste terrible. They taste terrible, yeah. I know. And if you ever eat a mango that they're delicious. They're the size of a a fig. And those mangoes are the best of all that you'll eat. So the same with the heart. You don't want a big heart. uh, Even though I'm big hearted, I wouldn't do that. That's not a good idea. Be good hearted, maybe, but don't be big hearted.
0: Maybe maybe that plays into this whole idea that I'm working with and other people have of uh, just eating God right, eating spirit, and you're doing less and less physical, less and less, smaller tomato, or smaller this, and more the ether, right, or whatever, yeah.
2: They actually, I think I have a word for that called God eaters. God, Yeah, in
0: Ekincar, in there are God eaters called wow. Donwell Al-Kanalwi, and they, they don't, uh, there's, they're, or three hundred years old they live up in the hindu kush mountains somewhere somewhere and you know up in the mountains and you can only get there on the soul plane you know in the soul body you can't get there in the physical and they just they just eat god man they don't that's all they do
2: <laughs> i believe it was enoch in the bible that never died is that you, know, you hear yeah. about people living 900 and so but yeah. enoch and never died supposedly he's still in the box after Millennia. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? It, it's speculative, but there are obviously many secrets uh, for youth and for sticking around. And uh, and it's not that we, uh, when people say you can only live to a certain age, I think that's a limitation. Oh, of course. A trance state where they've hypnotized people to check out early.
0: And you know what I find fascinating about this, Uh, Adam Bergstrom and ladies and gentlemen of the jury is that as much as uh, my spiritual path and all of that, I just don't experience some spiritual master telling me how to do it. I just don't. It's all grunt work for me. Does that make sense? I've got, I have to get in there, dig in and learn and ask questions and say, how does this work? How does that work? Okay, well, you know what I'm saying? And if I learn how to just eat God, it's not because I read it somewhere and I did what it said, because spiritual teachers really don't work like that. Did you find that with Lay that he wanted you to experience and learn for yourself in a way?
2: As Adonalei put it, I can't breathe for you. <laughs> you have to do that yourself. Yeah. So we have to do this ourselves. We, we do. can get... We can get information that helps us. Guidance, right. And then we go and use it. Yeah. But they can't breathe for us. They can't keep us alive. They can give us tips, and they can give us energy to keep us animated to get over a haunt. But yes, uh, God, uh, the guru cannot breathe for you. And,
0: and, and it leads to the idea that many of these esoteric teachings are taught on the inner planes and not in books when well, they don't say, okay, well, just do this and do this and do this and do this, pay for, and do this and do this, and then you can eat God. It's just not there. Because uh, maybe be dang I don't know why, but it's just not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now, What are all the books in the world compared to 15 minutes in the silence of the soul? what a, a guru told uh, Donald Raleigh back in the How day. How do you say
0: it? What was, and, the, th- what was the phrase?
2: Uh, what are all the books in the world compared to 15 minutes in the silence of the soul yeah. because once you can hold your breath for 15 minutes then you can call yourself a swami until you can do that you can't be a swami you can be a spiritual seeker uh, a cosmic sailor all of that but you can't be a swami <laughs> until you can do that I
0: don't want to be anything I'm just going to be Patrick uh, and I'm always learning because I think if I if I give myself any kind of thing I'm going to be screwed up you know i've just my little ego will take away and i don't want to do it i don't i don't know what i'm doing and i like it
2: back in the day i was uh, i loved the book the lord of the rings yeah and i chose to be then a hobbit samwise Gamgee was my favorite character because there's wizards in the world that can do greater things there's people that can do lesser things i was content it, I, I realized I would be content being Samwise Gamgee because I had a good life and everything like that, and then I could marvel at other people. Why would I want to be the top? I would have no one to marvel. It is no so no hero. boring. I would have no one below to complain yeah, about. Either.
0: it is so boring. If you even if you were, what would you do? You know, sit around and be the top dog? I don't think so. I'd rather be just a crazy Italian and learning my way. <laughs>
2: Lee used to say, there's always someone above who knows more than you, always someone who knows more. Life is a sandwich. You're stuck between two, sizes, two slices of bread. Put in a lot of ghee so you can slide, slide. around. Bread
0: <laughs> Here's an email from Nancy. She's up there. She's, uh, she's Lynn's friend. She's up in uh, Nebraska. Morning, y'all. My question is, why do I fart like a cannonball on the yogurt stuff, a bit embarrassing. Yeah, I've, I've noticed this too. She's also doing this L Rotari. And Nancy, I, I can answer my experience was for the first three or four weeks, boy, I was really, a lot of changes were going on down there in Mr. Colon. And uh, so she's doing cannibal farts. I would not concern, would you?
2: No, because it's getting it out of you. That's what you want it to do. If it's not doing that, there's a problem. And by the way, Science now knows that you can completely change your microbiome by simply changing your diet within three days. They used to think it took years. But if you go from keto to vegan or vegan to keto, you have a different bowel within the week at the very latest, entirely different bowel. So we can adjust ourselves without drugs, without fecal implants, without any kind of implants by just changing... What we put in our mouth.
0: Yeah, you Also on the breathing, if if you all would like to try it, Adam and I have talked about the Buteco idea. You can get that book if you like a little guidance. What is it? Buteco breathing is the original book, I think, Adam.
2: That's not the original. Oh. The original was the American Indians who all almost all the tribes in North America did Buteco breathing. They started out the mother had to be awake 24 hours a day because whenever the baby opened the mouth, they closed they close it. They closed it. They forced the baby through the mouth. And so- Through the nose. Uh, there's to the a nose. story. I actually wrote a book about it, about carbon dioxide. It's in my carbon dioxide and in my yawning books. I have two books that go into the subject. One time, a short Indian had a hassle with a very tall, strong white man. And they were going to fight. Well, at one point, uh, they broke up the fight. But someone asked the, the small Indian, uh, weren't you brave to go fight this guy twice your size? He said, no, he has his mouth open. I can beat him easily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so but the, mother, think about it. the mothers would. So if you want to draw. Go ahead.
2: Oh, if you want to draw a picture of re- a retarded person, what do you do?
0: Yeah, right. So the mothers, the Indians, they would actually stay awake for a long time when they were young. If the baby opened their mouth, they would close it.
2: Some were, they'd kill the baby if they had an open mouth. If they couldn't train them, they're not genetically fit. Bye. They're not going to be, they, they're not going to mate with their tribe. They use eugenics. Yeah, you had to keep that. And the person who discovered that and wrote a book about it was the famous Indian artist, uh, George uh, Vibringal. Do you remember the name of that artist? The Indian artist? No, anyway, a famous Indian artist wrote a book about it in 1870 or so, wow. all about how he went to all these tribes, and every uh, 40 tribes he's, he lived with, they all did that.
0: <laughs> they all did what? Had their mouth open?
2: Did that? You can't close their oh, mouth. Close their mouth sure. so the baby it, would they, breathe through the nose. It was considered, you, yeah. were, you were not a human being if you had an open mouth. The Indians were absolutely startled when they saw the Caucasian people come in with, uh, with open mouths. They couldn't believe it. They thought, this is a race of retards.
0: I used to, I used to, uh, not long ago, where I would find that I would wake up and my mouth was like really dry. So I knew that I was breathing through my mouth, right? You could just tell, which is not good for your teeth. It's not good for anything. Your teeth can't remineralize at night if you're breathing through your mouth. It's drying out saliva. And that's why we, you know. True. True. So, it's
2: been shown that one hour without saliva can give you a cavity.
0: Yeah, you can get a cavity. One hour. So, what I started to do is talk to my spiritual master and my teacher, which is Divine Spirit, say, showing me how to breathe with my mouth, sleep with my mouth closed. For a while, I taped my mouth shut just to practice. And I gradually just figured out how to do it because I wanted to learn, right? Um, It's interesting. But I wanted to mention for those of you who would like to play around with this idea of not breathing too much. You can do this at night uh, before as you're going to sleep and just not not do anything and just watch your breath and don't don't breathe in, don't breathe out just from a soul perspective. Just watch everything. Just look and see how it works. Don't get involved with it. I want to do no, none of that. Just look and see and you can see how long you can go without breathing and it's amazing. It's just amazing. You think you know, you're there and you're not breathing, and all of a sudden, the little mind says, "No, you got to breathe." But you just don't pay attention to that, and you go, and you're not breathing. Well, your, you're just not breathing.
2: Meditation will do that. If you sit down and just repeat a word over, it, whether it's Coca-Cola or something Whatever. else, uh, repetitively, your breath will slow down. Yeah, there's just no doubt about it. I've I've experimented with that, and it slows down quite a bit. TM research showed that and a lot of other techniques have proven that your breath will slow down and when you slow down, you turn on the carbon dioxide, which is the only way you can drive oxygen deeper into your body. If you give a person oxygen like they do in hospitals, you're killing them. Unless you add at least 3% carbon dioxide with that, then you're saving lives. Hospitals kill many people giving them pure oxygen
0: and what happens in and like in the ambulance in the hospital when you drive all that pure oxygen in there what's going what happens
2: uh, it, it stops the breathing process wow. because oxygen doesn't key it it's carbon dioxide what happens is when I hold my breath what happens you ah, suddenly you have to breathe because the carbon dioxide activates the breathing process if you put oxygen it represses the breathing then you find that you can't breathe on your own it's harder and harder so they're training people not to breathe when the carbon dioxide added it would make them breathe i first found out about this from ray Pete, and then the books are out there there's adequate books i've written three of them on the subject myself now a book on carbon dioxide a book on yawning and stretching And I forget the third book. I've written so many.
0: What are the books on carbon dioxide? Because I'd like to add that to my list when I ask you to send me some. What should I ask for? Uh,
2: Carbon dioxide. Do you remember the title, Library Gal? The book on carbon dioxide?
0: Well, I'll put it in an email when I get set up.
2: Carbon dioxide is in the title. Nose breathing. Oh, carbon dioxide. Nose breathing and beyond and beyond the name of that. and
0: that's those are all on brain those brain. are all on solartiming.com
2: all on solar timing and then there's uh the other one is uh something about yawning
0: <laughs> and if folks go to solartiming.com they'll have a list of all the various books
2: a list yep. And there are uh, PDFs, right? All the lists of this is the mini books and the books. The mini books are usually at nine ninety nine, and then the others can be nine ninety nine up to ninety nine ninety nine if you get the whole the whole set of books.
0: But most of them are like 10 bucks or something. Know.
2: Yep. And you're comp, of course. Well, you know I that. know
0: that. But I just want... one time, free wait.
2: subscriber to point.
0: <laughs> you're very kind. So I appreciate that.
2: Well, that's, You're very kind. That's, that's, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> that's
0: very... Well, my pleasure. This is an email from Forrest. Okay. Like the Forrest. Can you please ask Adam about protocols for the liver? I've heard that in Chinese medicine that February is a good time to cleanse the liver. I remember Adam talking about the liver and how it gives us a rage to live. Can Adam speak a little bit more about this? Thanks to you and Adam. I've been taking classes with Wu Dang Chen. It has been life-changing. Oh, I want to do that. Thank you both for sticking your neck out and say, well, we're, we're you know, it's great. And speaking about the issues of the world and your ability to see beyond what is presented to us from the forest. Oh, he's doing the Wu Tang. Is that Master Chen?
2: That's Master Chen. I'm actually doing. Uh, he has a network now, uh, an academy, and I've actually done two uh, workshops over that already on the air. Uh, over so the over there, he, through Zoom. Yep. Oh, I want. Also, wanna... he's expanding into an organization to to compete with YouTube and all that, where you can have a network with their own Bitcoin thing called Eulity. Oh man, I'm
0: going to do that. I want to do that. I want to join.
2: He's, got, he's still developing it, but there's videos about it on the internet. I posted things on Facebook, because the uh, uh, Master Chen was so kind to me when I was at that ranch. Basically, I was his worst student, but he has <laughs> a lot of patience, showed me a lot of things, showed me that he knew what a donor taught me. Somehow he read my mind, however he did it. I don't understand it, but he's the real deal. Back to liver time, this is a good time. Uh, i prefer to do liver time on pisces because i find it follows the so-called astrological signs so uh this is a good time for the gallbladder just about the same things as you do for the uh, uh the liver aquarius is the gallbladder time and pisces is the liver time you ever wonder why so many pisces are alcoholics <laughs> or, or or they become uh, meditators and monks I uh, I didn't, I didn't so know. Were time is the best time to do liver cleansing and one of the best times, and I've I've been on your show talking about this over and over, at small intestine time between one and three in the afternoon, tomato juice and molasses or tomato juice and corn oil. Get a good corn oil. And they clean your liver.
0: I remember that. i I just had to change my batteries. I got off mic. I remember that. Remember that Years ago, we found, um, let, me, let me move my camera here. We found uh, an organic corn oil. Remember that? I think it was in I remember Europe. You was went it?
2: France or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. crazy. Yeah.
0: It's the only place I could find an organic corn oil. And uh, let me change this. And, um, and then you do tomato juice and corn oil 1 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon solar time.
2: Yep. Yep which is basically the biliary time of the liver. You don't want to clean the liver at liver time at 1 to 3 in the morning. You want to put glycogen in it to convert the sugar to glycogen. Now, sugar is water 100 times more compact than water is sugar. Sugar to glycogen is another 100 times. So 100 times 100 compactness. The liver is an amazing organ that can compact things like that. And... uh it, it, and it is totally regenerable. Regenerate the whole thing did, will right? Uh, Just yeah, I mean it, it's amazing when you think of something that can be eighty percent destroyed and completely rebuilt again. So the liver is, you know, all the organs are are necessary. Uh, you need you need your heart for other purposes in circulation. You need your liver. You take any of them away except maybe the gallbladder and maybe some other organs, and you can survive with help from drugs or something. But there's a cooperation. But definitely, if you go by importance, the liver may be the most important, well, the lungs, I'd say. Interesting. And the liver may be the second most important.
0: And and, and Adam, this is why you have said if you wanted to do a coffee enema, you do it at the shunt, which is one to three in the afternoon. Right? One to three in the afternoon?
2: Yep. Well if you want to if you want to clean the large intestine with the colonic, that would be opposite the kidney time, because that heals the kidney. And by the way, the kidney is a, is a if it's maximized, it's an electric eel. The same thing happens. The kidney is capable of the same kind of energy that an electric eel has, hmm. and it's used in a lot of psychic abilities in the fact that like a shark a shark uses the same energy electrical energy as a electric eel but it uses it to find you in the water the mm-hmm. shark can use magnetics it can use electricity it can use barometric pressure and it can use smell bum, bum, and bum, that's bum. why if you're in the if you're in the water and a shark is around you're in trouble it's within <laughs> 10 miles
0: of oh thanks for so that kidneys
2: are if you want to build your kidneys, run and stomp when you run. The kidney is the only meridian has the first point at the bottom of the foot. Everyone else is in the, the toes, the Akabani points, the Jingle points. Those points are, are usually where they start. The kidney point, though, the first one is on the bottom of the foot. Then it goes to the middle toe. Hmm. Interesting
0: well so
2: and i learned that from master Chen, by the way when he saw me running he said stop your feet and i don't know if he did it by mental telepathy i got it suddenly oh my god that's why the kidney points on the bottom of the feet of course so you can energize the kidneys which are used in oriental medicine for the calcification of the bones and the teeth
0: sharks again. Gotta watch out for that guy, man. He'll get you. God. But mm-hmm. you know, I've been working on uh, changing the past a lot. See, I have this whole theory about changing the past that all we have to do, since it's always now, right? There is no past. So all we have to do is what I do is just go through a experience that was in the past, but it's just now, and change it you know, a conversation
2: and just change it and
0: whatever. You you know, I
2: heard you talking about that, and Master Tim told me the same thing. Did he? Now, when he first told the group of us like that, uh, they said, well, he means change your perception of the past. So I went and cornered him and buttonholed him and said, do you mean actually change it? He said, yes, you can change the past. You can change the physical Past, whether yes. you call it time travel, whatever you want to call it, he didn't use those terms. But he said, "Yes, you can certainly." It's so
0: exciting, past. and you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I, I said something on on our Friday show, and I talked about writing a letter to all ancient, you know, past girlfriends, and just kind of, <laughs> you know, just kind of tidying things up. Like, you know, it was really great being with you, and and you know, when you're 20 or 30 or 40. You probably didn't pay en- enough attention to them and you could say that and you know all that. But I forgot to mention you don't have to mail it because somebody sent me an email and well, how do you know the addresses of all your old girlfriends? You probably had a lot. I did. No, you don't have to mail it. Just burn it. You can just burn it, right? Yeah. And I, yeah. I recommend doing a hand rather than computer. Writing in a hand is more powerful just like mm-hmm. your, don't you think, like with your goals and, and, uh, you know, and your plans and just it does change it. It it has to. If it's all now, how can it not change it?
2: You know, they have something in the brain called the homunculus. Which oh, it's hope. a little man. It's oh, a reflex. Of a man. Oh man. Homunculus. And you oh. notice they have giant hands, giant hands and giant eyes. Oh, wow. And that's because the hands are extremely important in learning. And that's why writing with your handwriting, printing or writing, uh, automatically has more memory control you can throw your notes away because when you write it by your hand they're imprinted and if you do affirmations like that write something over and over again then that definitely works i've dealt with uh i've used affirmations and i've gotten things uh, that way too my friend greg whiteley uh who lives in austin from time to time he's in idaho now got everything he's an international traveler and he got it all by writing he said, "What about getting stocks in the Wall Street Journal?" He said, "I could wipe my butt with it. I don't know anything about stocks. All I know is that I deserve the money." <laughs> and so he gets money no matter what it happens. It just flows. I deserve
0: into the it. money, it, you know.
2: And I was lucky enough to study with him for several years and hang out with him in Idaho and Austin and the Caribbean and other places. He treated me to uh, five vacations in Hawaii, for God's sake. Yeah. He's doing
0: really well. <laughs> you know, another cool I think uh, idea about money that you'll find with really rich people 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 oftentimes call them tight, you know, or but they're not there if you really listen to them. They don't waste it. You know, there's a difference between being generous and wasting money, right? Yes. You know, buying stuff that you don't need or whatever. Does that make sense? I think the universe really respects it when you don't waste money.
2: Uh, true. In fact, many New Agers, they do affirmations and then use the credit card. That's not the way it should work. <laughs> if you do an affirmation, it should come to you right away. You have to use specific words. A good friend of mine named Karen had a funny thing happen. She visualized a certain model of car, certain year of it everything, and she visualized it in her parking space. So one day she wakes up, and that exact car is in her parking space. But the neighbor couldn't find a place to park, and he bought the her exact model of the car and parked it there. And then she said, what made you buy that car? I don't know, I just had a compulsion yeah. to buy a car like that. I don't even like them usually. So she learned then, you better say, claim ownership for it and not the parking space. <laughs>
0: Yes, indeed. So I, that's cute. really cool about Master Chen. What's his website? Well, I'll just, I'll just do uh, duck. Duck. Oh, Master Chen. That'll find his website.
2: Tai He Academy. T A I H I H I. No.
0: T A I H E. Oh, H E. Academy. T A I H E Academy. Yep. Where is he think, located? that's is, it. Yeah. You're seeing, do I remember? And if not, I'll
2: send, a, that's right. send an update, but I'm pretty sure that's if it. If
0: I recall, uh, Colorado, right? Did you say Colorado?
2: No, now, believe it or not, he's in California. <laughs> he's back in California. He's down the road about uh, 120 miles, I would guess. Whoa. Uh, what's the name of the town? Uh, it's where San the hunting, what? San Marino. San Marino. I used to go down there to the Huntington Library because they had a botanic garden. And had the pink lady and the blue boy, all the paintings from the railroad magnet, Huntington, (laughs) with his name. But now he's got a school down there, but he broadcasts, his uh, recordings are synchronized out of Colorado, where he still has his academy.
0: But he's doing some cool stuff that you can do all through Zoom and that, that I can get involved in
2: yeah apparently so you sign up for the academy i'm not sure exactly how it uh, works we'll figure
0: it it out yeah
2: yeah it's Um, a pretty neat deal but he he's also going to develop this ulity which is a way of people being able to network pay each other independent not be kicked off for saying the wrong thing oh cool all those kind of things which are really exciting
0: pretty pretty exciting so i know that you've always had great respect for him we had a Remember, we had an opportunity to talk with him years ago. I know the audio is still on our website. Just Google Master yes. Chen, you know. And But I'd love to talk to him again and go visit. And um, we, we had a fellow on, before we go, I wanted to ask you. His name was Christopher Lee Maher. I don't know, do you recall, did you hear that show? It was on the 31st or see it? Hmm. Talked a lot about the body, and he does some interesting body work of really digging deep to getting deep stuff out of the body and stuff like that. No. Anyway, we got talking about sex and things, and uh, he was um, he he said that that there is master. You know the Mantak Chia guy. He's Definitely in
2: he's, he's in
0: Mount, um, Chai, Chimao, Chai Mai and in Thailand and he's got a whole clinic there. And he said that people go there, guys who have been circumcised, and they do some real special things down there, with circular, that this Montauk Chia figured out that there was some deep trauma that no one would even know about in that area because of the, do you think that's possible? That the trauma's Uh. there if you don't know about it?
2: You can, Yeah, you can get a lot of trauma like that. You can, you can work it out. But, you know, you go through pain with circumcision, with birth, all these things uh, print. And birth traumas are really common. And one they don't talk about is spermal traumas. Can you imagine you're, you're a sperm among 100,000 or a million buddies and suddenly a big broadcast comes saying, you're going to fly a million miles and have a race everybody dies except one person so then you have to race to get to the ovum and then you have to close the door on all of your buddies yep. and say bye bye it's my turn <laughs>
0: i've seen if some of the photos they've got photographs of that it's fascinating they've got photographs of, i mean little films i don't know how they did it not cgi but really and that's what they do and just one guy gets in right
2: Amazing. You know, our body, we sell it short again. It can do things that, uh, because we're hypnotized in a trance by science. Science says you can't do that. You can't do that. You have to come to us. We're the only ones that have the key to your health. We're going to genetically <laughs> right. manipulate it. Right. Think about this in genetics. I was just thinking of a good analogy for it. Uh, genetics is like saying the match caused the fire. Right. Well, what about the person who lit the match? They forget about that person. And what science does, okay, the match lit the fire. How are we gonna find the perpetrator who set the forest fire? Oh, we're gonna go and find out who manufactured the match the match. Let's see. A German company here, a Russian, which one was responsible for the match causing the fire? That's their reasoning. What kind of what kind of science is that? Go back and find out who made the match instead of who lit the match and who dropped it off in the fire? Yeah, uh, science has everything backwards. Backwards, again. yeah, yeah he, totally oh, backwards.
0: Boy, Cowan has been talking a lot about the genome and genes and all the all the myths that surrounded all this stuff. You know, it's pretty fun. Um, really, he's digging deep. You it know? is
2: mythology, it, and the, the thing is, the gene is an intermediate between the protein and all these levels down the, the sugars and everything, and upward. They just chose to stop at that level because they could control it and patent it. That's the only reason. Genes do not cause cancer. There's no way a gene can cause cancer. Only the the, the, the area on both sides of it, in the cell and the nucleus of the cell and below it can cause it. They just stopped at a random place like the match. They can say, here's a match lying on the ground it caused cancer. So they want to deal with the match and not who lit it yeah. and other things of that. It. And it's it's idiocy.
0: And I think you're right. And this is, uh, I think, was the uh, genesis for these 23 and Me and all this stuff. And we all got caught. I got caught up in it for about a week until I figured this is crazy. I'm not going to chase some number thinking that I have less or more of it. It's nuts. And I knew it was nuts and I knew it was fake and I bailed out of it quickly. But I know people still to this day that they walk around, and they think they have, I don't know, some kind of a genetic defect because of the 23 Me thing. And I think it's all a scam. I think it's just a big lie. And I wouldn't put any juice into that ever.
2: No way. They want it for ID alone. Right. Just like the iris is a uh, an identification process. But can your iris control your DNA in other words mark markings in my eye or running my body. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but they want it so they can ID you it's another way eye contact whatever they want an ID so they can have everybody in their little medical police system and tell you what where you are. Now here's what they don't count on certain yogis can change their DNA.
0: Oh, I think because you. Because
2: it is changing. I think you it's and I difficult. do.
0: I think you and I don't think it's difficult, Adam. I don't. You know, here, here's why. This is just my my theory on it. What I've seen, Adam, that as we change our state of consciousness, right, like we, you and I have a certain state of consciousness right now, and whether it's happy and fun, and we're exchanging blah blah blah, blah. and if we As soon as we change our state of consciousness to anything other than happy, fun, I love you, I can do anything, blah, 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 you know, then that's in the body, and I think that's when the genes change. I think that's epigenetics, you know what I mean? So I don't think we have to go in and change them. I think it changes because it's a hologram. As my state of consciousness changes, everything changes. That's my theory.
2: Definitely. Uh, a Donald O'Leary could make himself into an Indian right. out of an Oriental person. Just by changing his face of... Change. He could age himself instantaneously and even make himself invisible. Or he could take a specific person that couldn't see him, even though they're three feet away from him, and couldn't even see him, even when his girlfriend had her arm around him. Couldn't see him. And she could not see him, see him yeah, at all. Just yeah. amazing.
0: I think I think it's true. You know, I told a quick story that uh, two years ago I was going into the post office. Everybody had a mask on. They had plastic up. They had big signs everywhere. You got to wear a mask. Got a wire mask. You can't do not enter. I didn't wear a mask. I never thought about it. I just went in there and did my thing. Nobody ever said a word. And my theory was that they never saw me. They just didn't see me.
2: My Gal does the same thing. <laughs> he goes into Sprouts and places. They're mask required. Everybody else has the mask. She's the only one in Sprout without a mask. <laughs> he does it all the time. I think she's it's invisible. Amazing. I think she's I put invisible. My mask on. I
0: think she's invisible. I totally think it. I, you know, it's.
2: But
0: well, she's a Yogi anyway. Yeah, she's a Yogi anyway. George Catlin writes. Uh, Lynn is That's the biography the of the painter of Native Americans, George Catlin.
2: He also. In one of his books, really interesting, I quote him extensively, the Indians would mesmerize buffalo. They would go up (laughs) and use mesmerism, and then the buffalo would follow them for miles behind them to the stall, and they would have them in the stall. They had supernatural powers that that, that the, the white man didn't understand. By the way, I have to be very careful about that. I said something about my first time kicked off Facebook. I said... The Indians uh did knew more than the white devils. Kicked off Facebook for a day.
0: <laughs> Is that right? Well, only a day. They yeah, usually they, get me through there
2: are there yeah. are key words that they just look for. Do you know that if you praise the vaccines, but you use the word vaccine, you can be kicked off Facebook? Yeah. They, they the bots don't care. They just see the word mm. vaccine, you're gone. I don't even use
0: the word. I I always I don't even say COVID on Facebook. I just say you know what is what i do
2: that's about what i say too <laughs> i keep it on if someone puts in the comments something about vaccine i'm sorry you're gone i yeah. just take it off and I, uh, I don't want to be kicked off i'm me we now you'll hear me say vaccine over and over and sure, over on yeah. along with stephanie Senep. she's on there every day she's on
0: MeWe. yeah
2: she's yeah. on me um, oh, doing the good fight too thank you stephanie sinep boy, for she's
0: she's cool man What's she saying about these injections? Anything fun?
2: Everything that's bad. (laughs) That it's causing all kinds of diseases and Bell's palsy and blood clots and you name it. I mean, these are really, really bad things. And uh, that people would submit to it is still the most amazing thing to me. There's cases now that I know personally of people who are having trouble with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're just beyond bad, and we know it, and I guess it's just a, you know, it's a state of consciousness that these folks just can't see the forest for the trees, you know, and just can't
2: see it. And they line up to be tested I know. for something like, even the Omicron is not even supposed to be that bad, but they'll line up for tests, even voluntarily, not counting the ones where they have to, to get on a plane, you got to be tested every time you fly any
0: you know, Do they really I mean, test you to go fly ludicrous. now? They're testing you to fly as well.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. In most places, most places, and they uh, it won't let you fly without vaccination. A lot of places still, you have to have proof of vaccination and booster charges and everything. And look at all the people getting booster charges, like Trudeau, and he still he still gets it. Well, you know, and can
0: transmit. The it. Word around the campfire is uh, that we've been seeing on our telegram. Uh, channel that we do is that the uh, Trudeau never really got them, that they were all just uh, fake, you know.
2: I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't we, we, we have no idea what's really going on or if these people are even getting any kind of vaccines at all. Some of them are smarter than that, some of them are dumb. They A lot of these politicians are useful idiots, useful fools, I think they call them in yep. communism and other things. They just use them for their benefit. And they're programmable. It's been proven that college graduates are the easiest people to program. Is that right? Because they've been brainwashed.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, you go through the whole thing and you just you just yeah. believe what people the, say. The and people the people
2: who don't, yeah. are the people who drop out of school. In fact, yeah. most of the internet gurus, they dropped out of school. Rockefeller, uh, Morgan, they never even got through out of grammar school and they made all that money and had success. Most of the most successful people uh buster keaton one day in school and they kicked him out (laughs) out of school (laughs) he insisted on performing
0: (laughs) what a guy they
2: they said please never send your kid back to the school that brought the father
0: never do it again what's california uh, the latest i heard that they were a lot of moms were figuring out how to get how to get their kids into school there in california without the injection
2: there's a revolt apparently in LA where oh. they've overturned some of that because some people are actually waking up that this is not not freedom. But The latest thing California is doing, they convince about a million people to hook up to solar and uh, they would be able to sell back to the company.
0: To the grid, right.
2: Now they're passing the law where they penalize you for having solar. What a racket. Hook you up, get you all set, and then... You have to pay a, a solar fee, I forget what they call it, participation fee for being that, up to $56 a month. I think uh, $4 a panel. Uh, my uh, landlord fell for that. They've got about eight panels. That's uh, $54, $55 more dollars. And plus, you can't sell it back at the same price they promised. You get just a pittance now. So all these people who make investments, a lot of them, can't pay for it. They're going to lose their homes. <laughs>
0: well, we California missed... California style. We missed this one. Rumble Rumble stock explodes this morning after CEO offers Joe Rogan $100 million to make the world a better place and move to Rumble. not that cool? Whoa. $100 million. Whoa. I wonder if Joe's going to do... that. That's hilarious. Yeah, here's, here's a letter he wrote. We stand with you, your guest... Your legion of fans and desire for real conversation. So we'd like to offer you 100 million reasons to make a world a better place. Uh, how about you bring all your shows to Rumble, both old and new, no censorship for 100 million bucks over four years. Oh, so 25 million a year. That's a good one. Wow, that's... that's yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's the CEO of Rumble, um, Pavlovsky, Chris Pavlovsky. Yeah, we've been thinking about moving from BitChute to rumble rumble is really a pretty hot organization they're really cool wow so this is a proof of that i don't know if i can move all those videos over there i'll figure it out but you know there's a lot of a <laughs> n- lot of action on rumble more so than BitChute. BitChute has just been a wow. good place that we've used when they censored us from youtube right so we just ran into the BitChute. but rumble uh, i've heard that some really good things and obviously this guy, the CEO, is pretty cool. Offering Joe twenty-five million a year over four years.
2: That is cool.
0: That's pretty cool, right?
2: Because his show was a turning point. I oh mean, he, yeah. Woke he the people up because he has that much of a, an audience. He has, do, Did I get it correct? Fifty million. Many times more of an audience than CNN.
0: More than that, he's getting fifty million listens a day. CNN at their prime time, Adam Bergstrom, is about 700,000 primetime night. Do you know? That's huge. I mean, they're not even the game anymore. They're they're just so inconsequential,
2: you know. You remember when they were so big? Oh You couldn't go to an airport without having it on the street. I remember. Gas stations had CNN on the pump when you're pumping the gas here in California at one time.
0: I remember when they launched in June. I was in St. Louis, 1980. They launched the first 24-hour news network, remember? First one. They were huge. And boy.
2: It's just. Used to be called the Chicken Noodle Network. The Chicken Noodle (laughs) Network. back in Ted Turner days.
0: <laughs> well, they're falling apart now, as you know, the that dude, he's resigning because of whatever, and uh, they're going to change the whole thing, and they think they're going to, their communist news network, you think they're going to just do real news? <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see.
2: And plus it's boring. It was very, oh, yeah, very yeah. boring to watch it. I would visit friends, and they would have CNN on, because the most boring thing... <laughs> Like watching the grocery trucks unloaded safely.
0: <laughs> well, it looks like Russia and possibly aliens are going to be in the next one. Uh, Ukraine and NATO agree that the threat of Russian invasion is low, but the United States continues the apocalyptic rhetoric of we got to go in and get these guys. You know, boy, they're now, not.
2: You know. Imagine, you know, Cuba uh, during the missile crisis then was further away, we're right at their border. and they have a right to complain, yeah, uh, Putin has done a lot of things, even he's a, basically a dictator, but things are better there right now than they are here. They don't force you to do a lot of things yeah. that, that, that uh, they force Americans to do at this point. Years ago, I had a, a man in my cab who made money by the dumping, He would he, companies would dump to uh, lower stuff, wholesale. He would buy it and sell it back to the countries. He told me he lived in Pan Am, but when he retired, and this was in the 70s, he was going to retire to Russia because they were going to be capitalists and we were going (laughs) to be socialists. Boy, that guy was right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's, and old Putin's teaming up with Xing of uh, China, and they're not having it. You know, China said, you guys mess around with old Putin in Ukraine, and we're in. They're not going to do anything. Joe is just up there, just you know, trying to fear porn people into doing something. They're not going to, you know, they're you know.
2: Here in this country, if you uh, if you riot and burn down buildings, as long as you call it uh, some kind of thing like Black Lives Matter or something like yeah. that, then it's a it's a protest. But if you wander in with bullhorns, with <laughs> horns on your uh, helmet. And wondering, oh, a nice, place. nice place. Then you go to prison, and you're locked away in in things like uh, Guantanamo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. mean, they're torturing that poor guy.
0: Here's a little post we did on faceplant yesterday. Mark Twain: When the rich rob the poor, it's called business. And when the poor fight back, it's called violence. It's exactly what you just said. That's there what they do, go. man. These people are out he of control.
2: He was one of the first critics of big government. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Mr. B, we stayed, overstayed our welcome with you over three hours.
2: <laughs> Whoa.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we started at 10 30 because we had a little glitch getting you on. 10 30 central and it's now 145 central.
2: We're going to check that uploading and see what we can do here. Yeah,
0: yeah. But see it, if you can do that. It's but it's clear now. It worked fine now, but if you can get more, get it, because it'll help. The, with your clarity and and your, um, yeah, if you can get more, get it.
2: They, they, if anyone can do it, Vibrant Gal, Gal can
0: do it. And tell she, her not she, to take no for an answer because they're going to tell her, oh well, we can't do more. And you know, and you know, yeah. You know, just tell them you have a podcast and you need more upload and you you know, sweet talk. She
2: won't give up. I've seen her work on something for three days, <laughs> and I say you can't do it. And she does. Well, there you go. There you go. And lately, we've had a lot of things. Putting solar on, they keep on turning the power up. They blew out our TV now. We can't use our TV. We're trying to fix that. She's on the line with technicians trying to get the TV to turn (laughs) back on again. Anyway. Uh, That's great. California, typical day.
0: California. Well, you know, you're always welcome here in Texas. It ever gets too crazy there <laughs> if it ever gets too calm, you can come there's plenty of land and no problem mr. good
2: place i lived in austin before I and all over texas actually good state
0: well mr bergson i love you sir and love you vibrant gal thanks for everything and uh uh give yourself love you sweetie give your give your little uh, two websites a plug before we go
2: solartiming.com that's where the books are Lots of them, ebooks, and one paperback, yes, no, maybe, uh, 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 Chronobotic Nutrition. Hey, classic.
0: Hey, classic.
2: And then uh, SunSink, uh, SunSink, uh, uh, <laughs> uh That's where we have the $99. A lot of people have been signing up lately, so thank you. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us. We really appreciate it.
0: Because it's nice to pay the rent. You know what I'm saying? It's nice to pay the rent, yep. <laughs> it's nice to pay the rent. All right, brother, love you. Take care of yourself. Let us know if we can help with anything. See you.
2: Thank you, Patrick.
0: Bye-bye, love you. May the blessings be. Blue skies
2: be. and green lights.
0: <laughs> May the blessings be. Anna Bergstrom, yes, no, maybe. Chronobotic Nutrition, the name of the great book. you got to get this one. Get a hard copy before they, you know, the commies take them off the shelves. You know, get a hard copy because uh, you really enjoy I have one, and... I look at it lots of times and say, when is that? You know, it's good, good book. All right, kids, we will see you tomorrow. We're going to talk about growing your own veggie tables and also numerology. That's going to happen tomorrow. OneRadioNetwork.com gets underway at 10 o'clock Central Time. Then on Wednesday, one of our favorite guys, this will be our third interview with Santos Bonacci. He's a flat earther but he's also a real expert and authority on the lost history. And where do you hear some of the lost history? This will curl your toenails if they're not already curled because they don't teach you this stuff in school. I love you all. Thank you for your support. Just like Adam says, we uh, really appreciate being able to make our house payment and we can do because you, you buy the products that we promote. That's how we do it. Thank you. I love you all very much. Thanks for being here. See you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Then we'll do a little numerology about 1 o'clock. OneRadioNetwork.com May the blessings be from the Hill Country in Texas. This is OneRadioNetwork.com.